Hi guys, and welcome back to our podcast, Healing the Broken Marriage. We are your hosts. I'm Alicia. And I'm Brian. And we just want to welcome each and every one of you. We are so thankful that you found our podcast. We want to also encourage you to please share, rate, and review our podcast. It really does help to get the word out to more and more people who are maybe in a hard place in their relationships or their marriages, which is the reason that we do this podcast to begin with. So before we hop into today's episode, I just want to encourage you guys to go check out our website, makingbeautywiththeashes.com. You can find out basically everything about us on our website, Um, past and current podcasts, how you can connect with us, um, some articles that we've written for for charisma and um, so much more. So hopping into today's episode, I wanted to talk to you, Brian, about how to deal with disappointments. Because I think that in life, it would be a lie to say that when you get saved and when Jesus comes into your heart, that you are then void of all pain, all bad things, all disappointments, that once you give your heart over to Jesus, that all bad things go away. And then it's just a rainbow road from there on out. Right. And I think that that's a misconception because a lot of times, you know, when people give their life over to Jesus, they accept Jesus into their heart. Sometimes that's when the battle for you really begins because the enemy is trying to pull you back out. I know that even um, when you and I, when we would get back together after like a massive separation, the enemy would hit us really, really hard right at that very beginning stage when we were trying to work things out because it's easier to pull you back out at that moment than it is for you to stay firm and you know planted because you know, the battle at that point is like almost completely uphill. Right. It's like a very, very steep climb. And so a lot of times that's when we would get hit the worst in our marriage is when we would um, decide that we were going to reconcile. We were giving our hearts fully over to God. And then the enemy would come in like a wrecking ball right at that moment and would just, you know, I thought I would thought it was bad before we would reconcile, but it was like shortly after the reconciliation process was when the enemy would just come in with like every gun he had blazing. It felt like on us. And then the more distance we would get from that point of reconciliation, it seemed like the more he would back off, never fully backing off. I want to want to let you guys know that because he never fully backs off. It's just he loses more of a grip. The more that you keep um, pressing into God and the more that you keep um, just investing your heart into Jesus, the less grip, it's like you become more slippery to him and Mm -hmm. he can't hold on like he did. He still tries to, but he loses his grip. So I wanted to talk about today when disappointments do come in your walk with Christ, because they will come, but how do we deal with them when they do come? Because I think a lot of times we're tempted to think um, that this can be linked to God in some way, or maybe that God didn't protect us in some way when the furthest thing is from the truth. So in your life, thinking back, 
what would you say, like some of the disappointments that you've had to walk through, how did you get through those hard things in life? You know, even as a Christian, how did you get through those moments and not be tempted to look at God like, you did this or you didn't protect me or you didn't turn that situation around. How did you resolve that in your heart? Well, I think first, you know, it's like God is not a God of, I mean, he don't do things to hurt us or harm us. So, yes. you know, that's, that's the biggest thing there. Um, you know, Satan on the other hand, it isn't like you said, it's a lot of times it's, you know, he's Satan, you know, you can refer to him kind of like the old boyfriend that was abusive and jealous <laughs> and once you break up with him, he's doing everything he can to make to life, you back. Yeah, to make life life hard on you. I remember this one girl. I remember this girl in high school. She, she had this boyfriend for years. So it was he was he was he was just verbally abusive. And I remember when they broke up, like her saying one time that he would go and throw rocks at her house at night just to harass her. Oh my gosh. And it's like you know it's the way Satan is. It's like there's so many you know with new believers. Um, you know, it's, I think it's a misconception a lot of times of, you know, they, they come to church, they get, they find God, you know, they start that relationship with him, but you know, as a church, they really need to, they need to have something more than what they had to get that person into the doors of the church. They need to have something set up that helps them after that point, because so many times it's like the person comes to church, they get saved, they find God and then you know we send them out the door and it's like oh that you know they're getting ready to start a but what a lot of them get ready to start is turmoil and um, you know just the enemy coming back at them so I remember a while back I asked a girl how she was doing you know she started her life with God and how she was doing and she was you know said that you know she was getting attack after attack after attack. And, you know, that's one thing we need to understand is like with new believers that more often than not, they're going to start once they find God and start that relationship with him, they're going to start getting attacks from the enemy because he is like that old boyfriend is trying to get them back. And if he can get them, if he can win them back during that transition of where they're going from one life to another, it's easier for them to fall back. And a lot of times it's easier for them to just give up because they're like, if this is what this is about, you know, if this is the life I'm getting from this new life, I'd rather just live in the old life. And, you know, that's where the enemy can discourage and, and cause you to fall back into that. But, you know, like I said, it's you get to where and that's the hardest point, I think, for new believers is to get past is to press on. And that's where it's very important for those that are seasoned to gather around them and to tell them and teach them and pray for them that, this is going to end. It's going to get better. Um, and then, you know, even in once you become seasoned in, in, in with God and you have a relationship with him for years, I mean, you're still, there's still going to be things that come, but a lot of times, you know, like I said, God's not a God that, that tries to harm us. But a lot of times when we do get in a season like that, he'll allow us to go through it to learn from it or to strengthen us. And that, you know, that can lead to either, that can lead to a lot of different things that can lead to us going through a situation where a friend of ours or somebody comes to us later that's going through the same situation, we'll be able to know what to tell them and what to do to help them through that. 
or it can strengthen us in a way where if it comes our way again or a situation like it comes away, we just flow right through it. So there's, you know, there's a, there's a lot of different um, aspects of whether you're a seasoned believer or you're a new believer as far as going through trials and tribulations, you know, in your walk with God. Yeah, I think that um, I like what you're saying because I think so many times and even, you know, us, we've been walking with God for, for quite a while now, you know, when hard things come our way or discouragement comes, we're like, oh, God, what's going on? <laughs> or like, say a business deal falls through that we had, you know, a ton of hopes in. We're like, God, what is going on? But one thing that you have to remember, and we have to remind ourselves of frequently, is that not everything that appears good is good. And because God can see the broader picture in our lives, like we've said many times, he can see the beginning from the end and every detail in between, right. not every gift that comes to you that's presented in a beautiful package is a gift from God. Even though it looks beautiful, mm -hmm. it looks like this is going to change my life and it could in a negative way. Right. I'm not saying this is with every situation that happens, but sometimes those things that we look at in life as a discouragement, maybe it's a job that was turned down. Maybe it was a promotion that didn't come. Maybe it was a relationship that ended. Maybe whatever it is, you can literally fill in the blank with whatever discouragement you're walking through. You know, sometimes God is in that, right. not always. And like just giving, just giving an example, you know, in the Bible where Joseph's family, you know, Joseph, the whole story of Joseph, where his brothers turned on him and threw him in the pit and he was falsely, falsely accused and he was in prison. I mean, so many bad things mm -hmm. was happening to Joseph. I'm sure he could say, God has deserted me. God has forgotten about me right. walking through so much discouragement and disappointment, but he held on to hope. I'm just sitting there thinking, you know, he had his moments where mm -hmm. he was just like, you know, upset and like he had his humanness come out. Like, I don't see how his humanness could not come out in those right. situations where he was accused of like trying to um, go after um, that, the wife of the, that whatever he was like the, um, I can't even remember that the higher officer, like he was trying to pursue her and like trying to rape her or whatever. And she falsely accused him because he denied her advances. And so he had so much going on in his life. And then God in all of that. And I do not believe that God authored the bad things that happened because it even says in the Bible that he will never tempt you. And so the, the enemy is the one that tempts you, but God can take those things that happen in our life and actually use it to elevate you or actually use it to strengthen your legs. I mean, just imagine if you were somebody who had to walk through like these, um, tar pits or like sand pits, and you just had to kind of walk and walk and walk through all of this slow moving Feel like you're not getting anywhere and you're just walking and walking and walking well by the time you get through it you've got legs of steel 
And you could probably run a marathon at that point, but had you not gone through that hard season of walking at a very slow pace through what felt like thick sand, you would have never developed these extremely strong legs that now make you capable of running a marathon. But anyways, so Joseph's family went through a famine, like a famine. Joseph was living in the palace. And sometimes you guys, God is in the famine because God needed Joseph's family to move, but they would not have moved had their resources not dried up. You know, sometimes we, we literally, God will take us to the point where he needs us to do something and we've got our, our heels dug deep and we've got, we're like, no, I'm not moving. I'm not, whatever it is, whatever that thing is that you've put up, drawn a line in the sand and said, I won't do this. When we do that, when we make ourselves unpliable to God, then he sends a famine because he knows he can't get you to cross that line unless everything around you begins to dry up and you are at that point forced to. And so I just want to um, encourage you, if you're in that place where you're feeling very discouraged, you know, it's not always the enemy. Sometimes it's God trying to get you to move because he's got something better for you or whatever it is. And I just even want to read Psalms 46, one, it says, God is our refuge and strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. So when it says he's always ready to help us in times of trouble, to me, that says mm-hmm. you're going to experience some trouble. Yeah. You're going to experience some hard, difficult paths, some roads that you didn't expect you're going to have to walk down. Maybe a, you're gonna. There's a diagnosis you never thought you would face, or maybe you find out a loved one that you thought would never betray your trust just did, or maybe you find out the retirement you thought you had set up isn't there. We will walk through troubles in this life, but we're not to fear these things. We're not to fear. So even in verse two, it says. So we will not fear when earthquakes come and the mountains crumble into the sea. Let the oceans roar and foam. Let the mountains tremble as the waters surge. This is literally how we should face these things because God is saying, listen, you live in a world where the enemy runs rampant and creates lots of trouble. You know this. You know that these things are going to come. That's why I'm teaching you to strengthen your legs. That's why I'm teaching you how to scale over um, high surfaces. That's why I'm teaching you how to duck when a fireball comes your way. Like he teaches us all of these things through life experiences, through things that the enemy brings our way. He teaches you how to fight that battle because there's going to be a bigger one that comes. But He can walk you through it. He can give you peace through the adversity. He can give you hope during the setback. You know, whatever it is you're facing, he's not saying you won't, you know, giving your heart over to me is going to be perfect. He's saying, I'll be with you every step of the way. 
Whereas prior, you didn't have that close friend to walk with you. Now you do. And then when you have the Holy Spirit inside of you, he's like your inner guide that tells you like what to do in your life. It's like he can see ahead. He's like this, like in the military, they have like an earpiece. I'm just like visualizing. I don't even know this is true. They have like an earpiece from an officer who's like telling them, okay, don't go to the left. I need you to go to the right. The Holy Spirit is like that inner earpiece that says, go to the right. Turn down that deal in that relationship. Don't take that offer. You know, every package that comes with a bow is not from God. So that's where you have to discern the difference between good or right and almost right. He's like, our, God's like, you know, you're talking about in the military. I mean, they do, they, you know, I think they call them spotters where they're watching, you know, they're watching. I mean, even, you know, the intelligence and stuff, you know, they have intelligence. They're watching things or figuring things out. So when they do send the people in there, they know where to go and where not to go and where the danger lies. And that's kind of how God is with us, you know, in that aspect. But, you know, God's not going to. Like you said, he's not going to do something that's going to harm us. And there could be something that might look good. And it might be, you might be going through the year like this is, this year's going great. This year's going great. And, you know, it's going. And then all of a sudden, you know, things start going downhill. But God will, you know, God won't allow us to. He don't want us to go through those things, even if it looks like it's going to be a good thing through and through and then at the very end it's going to destroy us you know he's not going to allow that even if even if 99 percent of it looks good he's not going to allow it if the one percent will end up destroying us in the end so you know he is he's he's somebody who he's a great big guy that watches over us mm -hmm. and he sees the full picture you know and you know there's just and i know it's, it's hard sometimes because you think you know, we think we have things figured out. It's like this, if this goes this way or this goes that way, then everything's going to be good and things are going to work great. And then they don't work out. And you're like, you sit back and wonder, and you know, like you said, we just had a recent business deal fall through where this person had reached out to me about purchasing some land and then it fell through. And then they called back like two or three months later, like, well, we still hope you have that land because we're going to go ahead and buy it now because the other deal fell through. So we definitely want it. And this has been the whole, you know, this has been it the whole time, the same thing that we want it. Make sure you save it for us. So, you know, I've literally been holding on to this for a few months now. And if somebody else would have come along and wanted it, I would have said, I can't sell this because this other person has committed to it. And then, you know, just like the first time they backed out again this weekend. So, you know, and there, there's disappointments there, but we're like, God, what, you know, are you going to do something better with this, you know, property? So, right. you know, it's just, it's, it's hard to know. It's hard to know, you know, it, it, I guess you could say it's hard to know when it is a disappointment because you can look at it as a disappointment and God sees it as a victory in the end. Right. You know, it's like, we're like, that was a disappointing 
But, you know, God is a big God, and he could, like, this time next year, we could be looking back and saying, wow, that was a huge blessing, or that was a huge victory. You know, so, you know, we just have to, we have to trust in God that he's going to take our victories and make them into something bigger, and or or disappointments and make them into victories. Right. I like how you said that, because sometimes we view like like you were saying there's been other business dealings that you have knowingly turned down and then we find out later that that homeowner was extremely difficult and like oh my gosh god thank you for sparing us but we've also had things where out of you know like it was a hard season and there was a, a a job that you decided to take and it was like blood money. Every mm-hmm. time you got paid, it felt like blood money because this person was so extremely difficult. Mm-hmm. And we knew we were like, we shouldn't, we, should, but it was like, it was, you know, everybody walks through season where yep. things are good. Things are not so good. And it was a season where things were not so good. We were getting back together. We were trying to establish our business. And so you're basically taking everything that came. And it was one of those things where like, yeah. It, like it felt like blood money. It was bad enough where that was the first time I'd ever told somebody. I had the job probably 60, 70% complete. That was the first time I'd ever told a homeowner, I'm going to pay you every penny back that you've paid me. And you'll have a job 70% complete and you can find somebody else to complete it. Right. I don't want nothing. I don't <laughs> want a penny from it. it was I did. Bad. Yeah. And, uh, but these it's ironic because I think that person knew they couldn't find somebody else because I think they had tried for so long finding somebody to work for them. Mm-hmm. So that they, was our they, telltale. Yeah, they kind of backed off and started working with me at that point. But, you know, it's just, and it was funny because, you know, as hard as they were, they came back later wanting me to do more, more work, which I wasn't available. At that point, but, we knew. <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know, sometimes what you think is going to be a blessing isn't always a blessing. Yeah. And that's why, like we were saying, that's why you have the Holy Spirit inside because he gives us discernment, which discernment is what gives you the ability to tell you what is right and what is almost right. Because almost right means it's not right. Right. And so this was one of those situations where we were thinking, oh, this is such a blessing. We need this work because we're trying to establish our business again. And it was a situation where it looked right, but it was almost right, which meant it was wrong. Mm-hmm. And it was very taxing for you emotionally and mentally. Like we said, he has never said to a homeowner, I will pay you every single penny back. I just want out. <laughs> that tells you how bad it was. But I just want to encourage you as you're walking this walk with God, you are going to face some disappointments in life. And it's not always the enemy. Sometimes it's God diverting you away from something that's going to harm you later on. Now, sometimes, sometimes it is the enemy um, bringing all kinds of distractions. Like we said, when we first got back together, if we had gone by the intense um, just warfare that was coming around us, we would have been like, okay, this is not God's will. He's clearly wanting us to, to, to not be married. (laughs) There's so much, but what that was, was the enemy trying to keep us 
from reconciling. Mm -hmm. And so you have to know the difference. And the way you know the difference is by having relationship with God, having the Holy Spirit in your life, discerning the difference between good and almost good. And that's what the Holy Spirit does is he helps you. He guides you. He's, he's like the, 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 the person in your life that has the most inside information that you desperately need to make the next steps mm -hmm. forward. And if you're in a hard place right now, like say maybe you have, you're in a place of a lot of disappointment. You know, maybe that relationship that you thought would never end just ended. I just want to encourage you that God will help you through that season. And maybe it was an unexpected blow, but now you have experience under your belt. Now you know how to move forward and everything, every disappointment that comes our way can be a lesson or can be a tool. It can, God can use everything, even things that he did not author. He can still use those things for your benefit right. to help you. I mean, like we have walked through so much in our lives that <laughs> I'm like, okay, I know what this feels like. I know what this feels like. I know what that looks like. I know, you know, if there's a wolf, there's a wolf in sheep's clothing over here. I have so much knowledge and understanding because of different scenarios and problems and discouragements and setbacks and betrayals that I've walked through. Now I can spot things like from a further distance, yeah. which I would have never been able to do that before. Right. And now I know how to handle hard things that come my way or discouragements because I've had to handle those things. I've, I've been faced a lot of discouragement, a lot of issues, you know, in our marriage and even in life. Now I, I feel like I've grown my legs. And I remember even years ago, I was giving a, I was given a prophetic word about that God has made your legs like steel that you can walk through fire and at the end of your life, you'll be known as someone who has stood her whole life. Mm -hmm. And I just thought how amazing, because not only did that word tell me about what I'm in right now, but it also said at the end of your life, you'll be known as someone who has stood her whole life. Right. And isn't that what you want to be remembered mm -hmm. as, as someone who didn't give up? as someone who stood in the face of discouragement and adversity and storms all around. Like, I don't want to be known as somebody that was always blowing in the reeds and like up one day, down one day, you know, but someone who has stood her whole life. Right. And this could be you. This is whoever's listening. Maybe you're in something right now and it's hard. And I, I just want to say, I'm sorry that you're going through this, but I want to give you hope that there is a God who cares and does see, and he's in this hard thing with you. He's in this discouragement with you. He will help you. He will guide you. Um, just lean in to him. Mm -hmm. You know, 
when you feel like God is all you have, God is all you need. When you're in that place where you're like, everyone has deserted me. You know, maybe, maybe you were like a me. Maybe you were an, maybe you're an Alicia right now where you've gone, you've gone through so many hard things in your life. When another hard thing comes, you don't even want to tell anybody because Mm -hmm. you feel like a broken record. You feel like the girl or the guy who's always going through drama or trauma, whatever it is. And you just don't want to tell one more person because it's just another thing, another scenario. And maybe you are, maybe you feel like I don't have anybody right now. God never, ever, ever, ever walks away from you when you're in the middle of a storm. Mm -hmm. He's actually right there with you. And when I felt like I was too much, when I felt like I was too much to handle, when I felt like I had too much baggage and just had another thing. I mean, it was even embarrassing for me sometimes to be like, well, this happened again. You know, (laughs) it was like, I didn't even want to tell my family that because it was so many times I was then looked at like, well, you're not doing anything about it. You should have left your husband by now, you know? And it, it was, it became a point where I felt isolated and alone because of my life. What, you know, what my life, what my life story was up to this point. And I just want to leave you guys with this is that you're not alone. Whatever discouragement you're walking through right now, this will pass. This will come to an end. Not all, not all discouragement lasts forever. There is an expiration date. You will walk through this and you'll grow from it. You'll learn from it. And what I hope and pray for you is that your relationship with God will be stronger because of it. And so we just want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please check out our website, makingbeautywiththeashes.com. Please like, share, rate, review. And until next time, bless bless you. you.